Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Clue the Motherfucking Down, for another episode of Country Fan Mail Podcast. I want to thank everybody who has come to listen to any of my episodes, shared anything, and most importantly, you have subscribed to the channel. I am so close to having 100,000, I was about to say (laughs) 100,000, almost, having 100 followers on the channel. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel. If you like anything, go to, just check out stuff. I promise you, you're going to find something on it that you like. But anyways, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and run this quick reel, and we're going to bring in the guests for the show. Yo, man, what's going on? It's my boy Judge. What's good, good? bro? Bro, yo, that intro was hard as hell, bro. Hey, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Yo, I'll be I'll be really happy when when people when people fuck with it, man. Cause man, yeah, it's a process, bro, man. But yo, what's good? Welcome hey, on. I'm just happy to see what you're doing, man. After all of these years, man, I'm knowing you. Bro, it's bro, man. I try to tell you, but it's it's, it's shit, different man. when you talk to somebody that you know and that you know saying you've been fucking with for some years, you know what I'm saying, man. It's it's crazy because I mean it about me, man. Let's talk about you, man. Like you doing some crazy shit. I'm working. That's the biggest thing. And I I know a lot of people say, you know, they they out there, they're in the streets, you know, they, you know, they they laboring, but it's a difference when you actually really out there doing it versus just saying it, you know. I, I'm blessed, Facts. able to travel all over, um, reside here in Houston now, which is good, man. It's, it was a it was a smooth transition working with the community here. Um, was able to build some relationships with some people here, man. It's just it's a lot going on, man. Both positive and negative, just like anywhere else. But you know, like I said, it's just like you know how we handle these adversities, how we determine how what kind of man we are. So, That's facts. That's big facts, man. Okay. All right. So, so first, first couple of questions I got for you, man. So I asked everybody, what was the first song you listened to when you woke up this morning? Yo, it's crazy. I've been bumping this nigga, uh, Joyner Lucas. Yes, sir. The song Will. Man, yo, Will. Yeah. <laughs> and did the remix, Will yes, snap. Bro. You want to be me? <laughs> like, yo, he just, yo, he snapped. Like, it didn't curse. Not one time. <laughs> What's it good, <laughs> bro? Like that, that I don't know. It's just something about him in this season. I, I, I really kind of bang with. I enjoy the theatrics. I enjoy the 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 story behind what he's doing. You know, I I do see the controversy in one of his tracks. The I'm not racist tracks, but if they listen to it and think past themselves, man, they think of a bigger picture, man, they'll really enjoy the music. Now, he's making track. statements, man. Yeah. It's, a, it's a perfect track for what was going on in that season. Definitely, it definitely was. It, it fit the times. It definitely fit the times, man. So, yeah. so, so I, so I know you. I, I think I met. I think I met you. I think I met you in like this was like the first time. It had it been like, oh, it was, I think like oh seven, oh eight, mm-hmm. maybe uh, around that time. Um, this one time I was like running with Barricade and them. Yep. Um, a lot there was a lot of stuff going on. And in, in Virginia, as far as the the you know, in the dance scene right there, that was you know at the early early times before the birth of ESK and stuff like yeah. that. But going back before that, I want I want to go way back before. I want to go back to you know saying before the you know the judge before I knew the judge. Like where you from? Where you started? And what that was like? You know, what I'm saying if you want to start back as, as early as early as you want to you know saying start as far as your career. Okay, um, man, I'm from Buffalo, New York. We, I always say, man, grow up in Crack Alley. That's the Central Park. That's where I had. That's where I resided. Um, after graduating high school, two thousand and three, um, I moved out. Well, I moved out before I graduated, and and I stayed in the hood, man. You know, basically just like anybody else, man. We did. What we had to do to survive. You know, uh, we we made money how we made money. We worked how we worked. Um. Going into to life, man, I was on my way to college. Things didn't work out. Um, I ended up not finishing. 
and I had to take care of what I had to take care of. So before dance, before I actually started crump, um, I was basically doing what everybody else was doing, man. We was in the hood just trying to make it make ends meet. I got a little spot over in Central Park near where my family lived at. Um, I met some, I met, you know, I was out partying, doing my own thing. You know, I was still heavy in the church. And that's why, you know, I listen to people talk about hypocrisy and talk about life and talk about, you know, playing both fields. To be transparent, I was one of those people. Man, I was partying through the week, doing praise and worship on Sundays because I was trying mm. to find myself. Um, I was going into the churches, man. I was, I mean, I sing, I write music. Um, all my life, I've been into music. And that was one of the blessings, the gifts that God gave me. I was always good in front of people. You know, gotcha. I, I, you know, Friday going out to the club, Saturday trying to recover, <laughs> Sunday morning. Okay. And you, and you, and you were, so you, and you was up there playing, uh, playing the instrument too. While you yeah, I played keyboard. Too. So you, you was hung over and played the instrument. Bro, no, I was hung up there singing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had the microphone saying, Jesus is the best thing. Hey, hey what, I mean? what age, what age were you when this was happening? Oh man, I was 19. Okay. So, 19 18 19 right out of high school bro got you and then uh i was 19 that's when i started crump um i i recognized the years because i didn't have children at the time okay i didn't have any kids my daughter is about to be 17 so man that's how i know it when i, I didn't have any kids i didn't even meet <laughs> her moms yet so it was like boom i started i remember i never forget my little cousin when i actually introduced me to this form of dance. I mean, we knew he he basically gave me a demonstration of what it was. We was out on the street called Durham. It was out in the street, man. We was talking, whatever. And he was a dancer. He was a pop locker, bro. He was a waver. And yeah. they used to call him noodles. And um, he came to me, was like, hey man, yo, you should crump. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> then he showed me. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of whack, bro. But <laughs> but it was different. So he yeah, had a group. It was. It we had a group called um, Dice, and it was break. There was a break dance. My cousin uh, Draco, uh, Mike, and it was my. It was the twins, Clive and Derek, and it was my cousin Noodles, uh, Kelvin, and he was. Uh, I was the only crump in the group because there were pop lockers and breakers and and things like that. So we started practicing together. I started learning about the culture. I started learning more about it. I went to I went out to Cali for a little bit, and I built a relationship with a couple people out there. Oh, so you went um, to Cali really early? Yeah, that and it was for church. It really wasn't for dance, and that's where I met a couple of people. Um, and that's where my relationship with Solo started. Um, early, early, early on, because you know he was still in the streets. But when I got, I found him on MySpace, and Word. I was reaching Damn. out to the homie like for on a consistent basis because you know I knew Slayer. Like Got you. He was one of the first people I connected with. Then and that makes sense, the church connection. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And Slayer was, he was a blessing to me. Even though he was going through his transition of life, he was going through the, his what he had to go through to be who he is today. Uh, I literally... Let me turn my light back on my back. It's all good, man. There we go. I, um, I literally had to build that relationship, man. It, it was a blessing for me because I found something that I was actually for me because back then like in music i was doing it because i was trying everybody compared me to my father mm. who was um, a musician yeah he was a singer and he was like me and i you know i take some of those traits back in that day we were straddling the fence for a little while so you know he got clean he got his life right made albums after albums music after music inspired so many people bro but it, it took that transition of life to get to that point you know, mm -hmm. and the same thing with me, even though I wasn't to that extreme, I still had to find who I was. And once Crump came to my life, it was like, I got something that belongs to me. And you know, can't nobody take it away because don't nobody really know what it is yet. Exactly. I like so that. Yeah. We started building, man. I started connecting with people in the community. And I, I it was just an in that, I don't say need, but an in that characteristic of being a leader. I mean, I was a leader in school. I was a leader, you know, in the street. So when it came to this culture and this dance moment, I, I it was natural that hey, we doing sessions, we doing this, that, and the third, and people followed. And crump is a really easy culture for for that for that type of mentality to transfer over to. 
I feel like, you know, that there's there's really not any other dance that you can really literally come off the streets or do that shit and then go back to the streets or do at the same time. Like that's facts. There's, 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 there's not too many. I mean, it used to be breakdancing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, but I, I feel like that 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 has kind of changed over, you know, it hasn't really been like that since that, you know, the late 80s. Yeah. Um, you know, saying it, everything after that got real aggressive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because man, think of the culture, look how it changed. Like, yo, the nineties, the riots that happened in Cali, you know, the East Coast, the the bombings, the 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 physical mm. violence. You can even see the changes that happen in the music and on TV. Bro, I you can relate everything. I hate to say it like people don't agree, but relate everything to wrestling, bro. Attitude era. It, it, it makes sense. Like, look at how the transition of life was. Like, back in the 80s and 90s, you had the Hogans, who was super friendly and Mr. America. Then when you got into the 90s, you had the Attitude Era, where you got the Stone Cold Steve Austin's, the Rocks, who, yep. you know what I mean, <laughs> dude walking up with beers, bro, <laughs> and he made it a norm. You mm-hmm. had ECW, who had, they, they legitimate the Hardy Boys. Yeah, like... legitimized smoking and drinking on national TV, where us as kids idolized yeah yeah so going back to my going back to history it's like i i look at how things transition man i I had my daughter i had to change i had to pick i had to really pick a side man like i'm going to be a father that my daughter can be proud of or i'm not going to be anything or i'm continuing to do what i'm doing wave with a fence until somebody killed me out there yeah so as time went on man we had we went to the uh delmo uh, the Kim, no, it was Delavan Moselle Center. That was one of the first centers that we really, I, I, on my side, on the east side, Bailey area, we started pushing Crump in the okay. community center. This is, yeah, okay, this is okay. It's a community center, got you. Yeah, it was a community center, got you. Uh, it started happening. I remember my homeboy, um, pun, east coast pun, Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. He was he traveled to the east coast all the time, I mean, east coast, the east side of Buffalo all the time. And he was one of the first people that I met. And then I met my homeboy, Jarrell, which is underdog at the time. Yeah. Snake, I'm sorry, Snake Eyes at the time. And that's who I connected with. And he told me about the Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes is on the other side of the city. Okay. And mind you now, Crump is starting to grow really, really fast now in Buffalo. Like, you had factions <laughs> already. Like, oh, so like you already had like, you know, some different fans, different. Yeah. Click. Okay. And, and, what, was, and what what year what year was this? You talking about like this? Like you said, oh eight, like oh seven. No, it was. No, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, it was like oh five when they really started. 05, getting, 05. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where I met the. Uh, his name was Hybrid, Corey. He was one of the OGs. Uh, I give him that respect now, but back then he, we were peers because we started around the same time. Mm. But you gotta give homage where homage is due. This kid Tapello was the one that brought Crump to Buffalo, even though I never met the kid. At that time, he was the one that started bringing vision because he was an African dancer. His father was was running the African American Cultural Center. Got you. So they had the hybrids. My homeboy rookie, which is Jimmy, um, and they had uh, Bert, which is Twin Spartan. I think he's Twin Avenue or Twin Spartan right now, but his his dancing was streets. Like these are guys that were pillars in that area. I was, I was, it was only me and a couple others on the east side. Mm-hmm. And then we started, and I tell you, when Langston Hughes took off, bro, it was no joke. And I'm not exaggerating, about 30, 40 kids in this community center. Damn, all trying to crump. All crump. Like, and then it spread, bro. It spread by wildfire. By 2007, 2008, no, about 2007, I got signed. No, it was about 2006, 2007. I got signed to a company called Christ Records for Crump. We're going around the city, going around different churches, going around these different gospel events. Crump. So I picked. That's where I picked up. So uh, Junior Rook, UD, uh, Pun. Uh, we had. Uh, that's when Spartan started coming around. And when Spartan started, no, when Spartan started getting great, because he was always good, he was naturally gifted. Okay. But he started getting great and known, and he was under hybrid at the time. He was young hybrid, and bro, it was weird because we always—I mean, we we're always connected. That's my brother, but 
when it comes to dance, like it's a different lane. You know what I mean? For sure. So once he started doing his thing and I started doing mine, you know, time went on. We had Riverside, which they had their own thing going BFL, which was Bros for Life, which consisted of Bandit, um, Crims, uh, Drama, those, that, that, those guys over there, which they were really, really talented. Because mind you, back then, we didn't have the tie-dyes, mijos, all of that stuff. People we had on the East Coast was the Fanatics. Yep. Sector 7s. Yep. Uh, we, that's Talk to them. Yeah. And that's where, um, around that time, I st- I built a relationship with um, Bounce and Cruelty, which is Jay, with Jay Crude and Jay Crush. They came out to Buffalo with Prince Crush. Those three were literally one of the first group to come out to, to the East Coast. And that's factual. Before... Like, the- like you're talking about like East Coast all together. Like- yes, that came from the Where? West. Now, Hitman was from Buffalo. But Hitman was, it was back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about born and raised. These guys came out to Buffalo as kids. My G, like these were kids. Yeah. So they came out. We, oh, bro, it was dope. We had an event at, at the Skateland where we, oh, we battled. Man, we did a show. They taught. Man, it was awesome. And Maya, I was living on a uh, street called Leroy. It was 460 Leroy. It was a two bedroom little shack house, bro. And literally, we used to session every single day. When I get up and go to work, that nigga Spartan was laughing. Yeah. That nigga lab from the time he got up till I got off work, and then we session. That's why people don't recognize skill, don't recognize greatness. That nigga's greatness because he dedicated. He dedicated it. He did it. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I had to focus on life. I had a kid. I had to focus on the community. I had now people are starting to come and ask for, ask questions, need directions. So we started giving boundaries. You can't. Hey, you got to do your homework before you come to you know before you crump. If you fail class, you fail school. You can't dance. Mm. And that was something for them to look forward to. And people weren't doing that all over the place. That's pivotal, yeah. Like we it was our responsibility to make these kids successful so they don't make the same mistakes that I made, dropping out of school, dropping out of college, you know, messing around on the street or whatever decisions that we made. We for gave sure. them something to do. And so, and 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 I was and I might have cut you off, but I feel like that right there, I mean, it goes to show I feel like I feel like that was just a difference with that generation of crump because I I or you know with the because you know the kids might have you know be all around the same age per se, but it was just that one generation of crump. And you know, you have like cause I put you in cause when you're telling this story, I'm thinking about you know, chosen and goblin. Yes, and those are the ones that they came down to Charlotte and they came and picked up, you know, me. Me and, and Tiki, uh, Tiki Barber, and 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 a Jay Grand finale. Um, they used to come pick us up, and this guy named Boogie used to dance. They picked us up and took us. That it was like nah, but like y'all got to make sure y'all do what y'all need to do first. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying like, and they really they was the big homies to us, even though they weren't. Well, they weren't. You know, they weren't our big homies yet, but they were just like cool. Y'all can you know say y'all can be, but there's still there's still levels to it. There's still a process yeah. to it. You know, I and and I don't know. And I don't, and I don't, I don't really know a lot of people's relationships, you know, in these days, you know, when it comes to the big homie and the little homie. But I just like to say, with what's been happening, that that's just not happening as much anymore. Because times has changed. It, people's goals were different back then; they are now. Like mm. I, like I really, like I said before, I believe we're in the the microwave mentality. Like we want things right now. We don't like we, we rushing. Uh, we rush people to greatness. That's why there's no longevity and greatness anymore. Mm-hmm. People are seasonal. Your greats are only great for a season. And that not, not only hurts them, but it hurts the people that follows them. And I, I, I've been consistent. I haven't had a break from Crump now for 18 years. Mm-hmm. And through it all, I say consistent. So, no, I don't want to be the greatest dancer. I don't want to be your top 10. I don't want to be your top five. That's not my goal. That's not my lane. Because I can't dedicate the 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 time to focus strictly on the dance where i can practice 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 too i got bro i gotta worry about life i gotta worry about my family i gotta worry about the community i gotta make sure that the people who ask me how do i become great become great that's my job 
so with that being said, it's like you, you, you know, you haven't taken that break and, and, you know, you, you, could you, you, like I said, you realize what your lane is yeah. and you realize where you needed to be and you realize where that consistency and yeah, that consistency essentially where it took you. So kind of making a little short segue is something that I want to bring up because I mean, it's a hell of an accomplishment and I think it just goes to a test of not just your consistency, but other leaders and pillars in the community. Yeah. And that's you being I, and and tell the story please were you selected to be the host of world of dance and if y'all don't know what world of dance is it is i mean he could probably explain it 10 times better than me but this is a very very large opportunity a very very large company that essentially hosts dance competitions around the world and i mean it's a world stage and literally to see like the bro on this flyer and shit looking all ugly like it's it's like <laughs> but not for real like it's really not it's really dope man and then like i said shout out to you know shout out to the boy pun as well you know what I'm saying that's really dope being able to do that so yeah please explain like how did that happen okay so i'm gonna I'm go back and then I, i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm chop it a little bit so what for happened sure. i moved down here to houston because i felt like pun needed help mm. there was a lot going on down here and you can see that he basically like he's the godfather of crunk. He definitely leader, is. He's one of those guys that people don't recognize. Like I, I say it all the time, and I said this to a couple other people. They don't recognize architects. They go to these basketball courts. They go to mm. all these NFL fields, but they don't know who built that. All they know about the LeBron James, the Kyrie Irvins, the Jordans, but they don't give credit to the people who made it possible to have a place to play. That's facts. So that's what the lane that I put Al and myself in. They don't give us that recognition. So to this time, me and Al partnered up and got really, really close over the last couple of years. Um, my goal, like I said, I he is the the leader of the South. Period point blank. No, I don't think I don't even think that's contested. No, I am just a leader. But he's the leader of the South. Everything that I got that I got going on. I always say, hey, Al, bro, check this out. What do you think? Out of respect. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'm a leader of the East. I've been a leader of everywhere I went. But I, I I still am humble enough to know that I would never overstep Al. So Al was like, hey, we're trying to do something different than this season. You know, he's doing his DJ thing. So I, my goal was to give him as many opportunities here in Houston that I possibly could because I felt like, and this is just my perspective and I could be wrong. It's just my visibility. I felt mm -hmm. like the community that he had, that he's in didn't appreciate him like they should have. Honestly, it usually happens like that with anything and anything in anybody is that unfortunately you have to either branch out or you have to, you know, or yeah, you, you just got to branch out or you have to just leave. You know, I, I think Mozzie was saying that in the interview, he was like, you know, I didn't get big in Sacramento until I left Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you know, it was just, there was too much shit going on. There was too many politics. He said, half the city hated me, half the city loved me. So yeah. it was just like, it was a thing. So I'm not, so I'm not saying that that was, you know, in, in all, since it's Al's case, but I can essentially probably think that, you know, to an extent when there's a familiarity, you know, I've even had to realize it with my even platform, you know, saying like, don't look for support where you think it's going to come from. Yeah. Because it ain't going to come from there at, out at all. There you go. <laughs> and that's facts. So, and he, um, we've had many conversations. And I told him, I mean, I gave him my advice as a leader. I'm a different type of leader than he is. I give Al the utmost respect because he's super humble. Like, Al was one of those guys that he going to, I'm going to guide you. I'm going to hold your hand. Mm. Hold your hand. Me, I'm a different type of leader. I'm going to hold your hand to a certain extent. You're going to seek or swim. If you sink, I'm going to pull you back up. I'm going to put you back on the platform. You fall again, I'm going to let you drown, and I'm going to pick you back up. It's facts, though. That's how it is, yo. But that, and sometimes, I mean, I don't mind not being liked. And mm. that's the thing for me. I'm not in the position that I'm in because I'm liked. I'm in. A that's a pivotal trait for Alina, too, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm in a position I'm in because I'm consistent. So, me out, I, I started working at So Real, which I'm at now. I'm sitting outside So Real Studio. They, uh, I built a relationship with Andrew Batterino, which is utmost respect to the homie. Like, he runs this program, this, this studio, him and his brother. Mm -hmm. And he, um, he gave me an opportunity. 
because I was working at a place called Something New um, Studio teaching teaching dance. And I came over here to talk stuff to the poppers that was over here because we, we were planning an event. So I came over here with the intent to talk crap, you know, make it yeah. a little fun for him. And then I, me and him had a conversation and he brought up Solo. He said, uh, you know, he knows Solo. And we that's where our relationship started. And, you know, he was like, hey, man, you teach? I was like, man, I teach here in a heartbeat. Hey, man, your classes are Thursdays. Bet. <laughs> Bet. So I started working here on Thursdays, you know, self-promoting. Oh, they do promote for me. Um, and the classes are great, man. The community's coming, community supporting. We're growing really fast. Mm. And we, we threw an event um, recent uh, called the Houston Classic. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't go to anybody else in the South but Al as a DJ. I don't care. What I mean, yeah. And, and it's out of respect because I, I that's my friend. That's his house. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, re, I respect Al and I want him to get as many opportunities because as I, I believe as he's creating opportunities for others, somebody should be creating opportunities for him. That's how it's supposed to go. So exactly, I'm I'm trying to create as many opportunities in the lane that he want to be in, which is DJing. So he came out, uh, he DJ man blew the roof off of this joint. He came back to the second one, blew the roof off this joint. Like bro, so it's like, hey, this is dope. So he hit me up, was like, hey, I got I got a call from World of Dance in Houston. Like where? And it automatically, you know, you think of the history, you think of what people say, you know, the pros and the cons, you know, are they paying, you know, are, are they going to take care of their people? This is crump we talking about. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't like popping and breakdancing. So they're going to give us a platform. And then it's like, hey, they're going to let, you know, I have my own brand, which is bear witness. It's bear my clothing witness. line. It's my, my training classes. It's our, we got a dog grooming company underneath the umbrella, bro. We got everything underneath this umbrella. And days like, hey, it's, we saw the fire. It's bear witness crump. Bro, so you, not only do you give us our own motherfucking platform. But you put but the brand on it. world of dance. So I know we, it, crump had, you know, had some hit and misses some bad blood or whatever the case may be when it comes to world of dance. But I'm, I say this publicly, my job is to fix that. All of those burnt bridges, whether whose fault or not fault, it's my job to fix it. Mm. My job is to play damage control, whether people like it or not. I am not going to go in the forefront and say who's right and who's wrong, but it's my job to fix these things so this generation coming can have a platform. Somebody has to do it. Bro, like somebody has to do it. They got to, because it's not fair that we lost opportunities because of the people before us. On my generation, that mistakes that we made that the generation after us can't take a part in. That's not mm. fair. So when they came, like I know we talked about, hey man, they, you know, the budget, this thing. I don't care about that. So I reached out to the new gen. I was like, hey, one of my little homies, and there's a couple other little homies that in the community, New Gen, which is Royce, which is his dance name is Decisions. He's under Rock Solid. And yep. Girl Rock Solid. She's under also, she's dope. Like, these kids are amazing. Like, and Judge X, which is my little yep. homie. Which, like, bro, when I tell you these guys are so gifted and so talented, these guys deserve that opportunity. And I'm not saying other people don't, but they only gave us three battles. So, thinking bigger, so I was like, hey, you know, uh, V, Lady C4, Lady S. Dot, man, know, she needs yeah. to be on. Bro, man, every platform possible. And I said, that woman bro, is. She deserves cold. it. And it's not just about the dance, it's her character, how she conducts herself, how she True. leads, how she teaches, you know, the boldness of her dance, the boldness when she speaks. That, bro, women need to see that. Mm-hmm. Men need to see that. Mm-hmm. These things can learn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So as she's um, I asked her to be a part, but not just because she fam. I love V like she my like blood sister. Yeah. Like I, she said I asked her automatically. Right. Yeah. Of course. Boom. So I also San Antonio got some amazing talent who don't get a lot of opportunities, like DNA. Jameer, bro, that dude DNA is, is amazing. DNA is something different, too. 
And I feel like, and this is just my perspective, I don't see them getting the opportunities that they should get. Him and Gambino. Gambino is, bro, a force. Didn't Gambino come up there and, and, and who did he battle? Gambino was it Gambino versus Gutter? I think it was. And he oh, bro, did some I, damage. I remember. I don't remember anybody Gambino battled, but I remember every time Gambino danced that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, hey, I feel that though. No, hey, that that says something though. You'd be like, I wasn't paying attention to nothing else, or it wasn't even memorable compared to what just happened right there. I, I think one of the most memorable battles for me from Gambino is when he battled DNA. Not DNA, uh, uh, um, Dead End. Dead End, okay. Bro, that battle was epic. The energy was great. Man, the oh, that was in Arizona, wasn't it? No, I think that was at the real. Oh, okay, that was okay, okay, okay. But, you know, yeah, that's how the world of dance came about. So, my goal is to to repair what was broken, and I don't care what people say. They're like, oh, well, you don't, you don't know what you're getting stuff into. I am not anybody else. I have my own business mind. I have my own model. I follow my own rules. I don't like how people do that, man. Like, try stop. Like, don't try to talk me off of my path of what I'm what I'm choosing to do. Like, Jay Z said it best, and y'all be using all these little fucking reels on Instagram. Y'all need to fucking listen. Look at that reel with Jay Z where he says, "Stop telling people what's not good. For, that was it wasn't good for you. Like, exactly. it didn't work out for you. Like, that has nothing to do with me, man. Exactly. So, and, and I believe. Bro, and and just think of look at how it planned out. You got a crump DJ, mm. DJing out world of dance. Like it, it just the people. I don't think people even understand just how big that is. That's just playing crump music made by people crump. who. Cr- <laughs> what you like this about? is this is literally the shit that it's literally like you know, like you said, being around so long. Being in and in the game for so long, you know, even me, like, you know, me, like, I dibble and dabble. I might decide to, you know, saying dance maybe twice a year, yeah. but it's like, but I've been around for a long time. So, so seeing this shit is like, like, wow, like, this is really, you know, saying this is amazing. Like, I was one of the kids dancing outside the, the children's museum, and people was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, like, people had no idea, and then like our first big, you know, not not our first big thing, but like I remember one of the big things for us was when uh was when uh, uh SK was on So You Think You Could Dance. Yeah, that was a big thing, and it was just like that's a world stage, all. Oh, but then yeah. you know it went up, and then it went right back down again. And you know, as far as it didn't stay consistently on because that world was, stage, there level. was no way to keep it sustainable. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to fix. That's why I was talking about the microwave mentality. We got to have something that's sustainable forever. And mm. that's what I'm trying to do. If we can get this right and we do this right, we will always have a place at World of Dance. I, bro, I'm, my prayer is no matter where World of Dance go, Bear Witness will be branded there. Man, the that's... Crump, for Crump. That, that's a position that's like a... That's, that's a real position that... It, for one, if there was anybody to be there, I'm really glad that is you, because you know, as as I, I kind of you know I was talking about before, you know, from the time that I met you, you know, like um, you know, from the time that I met you versus you know to like you know fast forward some years, um, I came back to the to the to the Maryland area, whatever, and then we started dancing around each other again. And like you were like really like you were a dope mentor, and you like you in when you know you were telling the story about you know, or you were talking about like I'm not that you know, you didn't care if like you would say some shit, and I'd be like, Man, I can't stand this motherfucker, but you were right, like you were right, like you know, say like you used to talk about my hands and the way I was holding my eye, I still remember that shit. You'll be like, Why does it look like you're gripping the baseball? Like, what are you trying to say? You know what I'm saying? And you would just really, but it was needed and it was the thing that really made me stick and made me understand there are so many different things that you can do with the language yeah. and why you you know what I'm saying why you're doing it and it wasn't getting through to me before so it's like that so those type of leadership skills and then like I said you moved to Houston and it's just been like if motherfucker didn't know Crump, he would have thought you was from Houston until he talked to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, cause you really went down there and like you, you were everywhere. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't a, a event that happened in Dallas that I damn near didn't see you there. And it drove back the same night. 
Same you know night. what I'm saying? I you I see you up, upload on the the, the Crumpers page. Made it home. It was like two a.m. You know, like yep. made it home, y'all. Appreciate it. You know, what I'm saying like because you all, you probably had a gang of people with you sometimes. Yeah, you know that road with you and shit, man. So I, I like I said, I really I'm really excited to to see this and to you know what I'm saying and to see that it's happening and hard work it pays off. You it know what I'm saying it pays off and it's going to continue to pay off because this is like a really a, this is a very has potential to be a very residual thing. Yeah, it, you know, it does. So go for it. And, and I think if we do it right, when we get the right people, bro, I am blessed out here, bro. I have, and I'm, and I, I joke about this to a couple other people. That's why I say I have the most successful, most successful fam in Crump history. I have business owners, I have studio owners, I have husbands, I have mentors, I have open styles, I have all styles, I have breakers, I have poppers. They're saying something. They, they crump. Like um, one of my brothers, uh, his name is AP Ashton. Um, that's my JR. He started. Oh, uh, we were all going downtown. We was dancing outside on Mondays, and he started working with this young kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's teaching him popping because AP is one of the coldest poppers in ever. And I tell you, he's one of the coldest poppers ever. But Where? he was teaching him. And he was going to another studio on Monday. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go support. I'm going to come check you out, bro. So we were going. Bro, when I tell you, he, he started calling it the foundation. So it wasn't crump. It wasn't popping. It, it was just dance. Dance. Just general how to listen to music, how to interact with music, how to move your body. And the next thing you know, bro, it started off with five. Then the crump community started supporting. Then the popping community started supporting. Then non-dancers started supporting. Bro, it grew so big where we were outside of this studio. Like, we didn't even go inside, bro. We had a little speaker outside. That's wild. Packed. Packed. So then he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm a, I, I got to do bigger. So he went and got him a studio called The Foundation. Bro, every Monday it's packed out. Every week, now they have something every day. He partnered up with my other bro, Joel, which is Killer Judge. Like these guys partner together to make this thing work, and it's working. The That's amazing. Going fast, yeah. I man, I give plugs here and there. I teach whenever they ask. I'm there as much as I can. Every Monday I'm there. Every Friday I'm there. But it's like I I'm proud of them. But on Thursdays I'm here at So Real because I want them to have that same opportunity. I'm yeah. bringing choreo choreo dancers to Crump. Bro, you know how big it was when Andrew Ballerina said, hey, bro, I want you to teach me crump. Bro, I've been watching this cat since I was young. And we the same age, bro. And I've been watching this cat forever. And that, and now I'm blessed to be able to call to do my friend. That's amazing. That's, that, just shows, that just shows where the community can take you. Bro, easy. So now we're at a season now, like, What's next? Even with the the stuff that's going on in our community, like what's next for us? It doesn't affect us mm-hmm. because I didn't rely on outside. I did it myself. Gotcha. I partnered with the people that were here. I, Southside. I partnered with the Southside community to make this happen. Al gave me some advice, yo. I and I, I ain't gonna lie, Rex was a big influence. He came down here and did some trainings with us. Yep. He was down here for us for a long time. Tetris Rex was down there for me. Davi came down here with us for a long for a while. Um Solo, my big homie, my Town, came down here and blessed our city, bro. Definitely. That's how I know I'm doing the right thing. Because if my leadership don't even like, hey, yo, do it this way, do it that way. He's asking me, hey, what can I do to help? Come on, as a pillar and crump, it, come on. It looked different, man. It, it looked different. So that's why I'm saying, like, people got to understand that build a community is different than being a good dancer. It's not the same. It's literally different lanes. I respect those people who want to dance. I give them that, bro, if you want to be a great dancer, be that. If you want to be a great leader, be that. If you want to be an entrepreneur, be that. If you want to have a clothing line, do that. You want to DJ, do bro. There's lanes. 
and they don't even have to cross each other. But mm -hmm. every, every single body, every single person is important because if you look at back in the beginning, bro, like Pris was dope, but she wasn't the best dancer out of all of them. Yeah, Todd Eyes was the he was the, yeah he may have been the best dancer, but C was the uh, the business mind. Pris exactly. was a woman who had the the stability and the balance. Miho was the muscle. I so mean, as a team, they could have done more, but things happen. And it's like I said, there's no blame. I don't know. I I do know, but it's not my my lane to tell. But all I'm all I'm saying is that nobody can do it on their own. So so not so getting so not not necessarily into the deeps of that story per se, but just talking about more so what you know just just for the just for the simple fact that I feel like you you would definitely have a, a you know something really good to add to what's going on with everything that's been happening on the, especially with the crumb world as far as um you know the shit with you know B Dash and and tight eyes and and all this shit like that um. You know, not to even get into details. If you don't know, you don't know. If you know, you yeah. know. Well, um, how do you? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, because I mean, okay, it, it's just essentially people saying some, they 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 making some questionable decisions, yes. or have made questionable decisions. Like as far as the current world, because like my two cents on it, it's like, why does everybody care so much? Like it just that's just how it's how you know my my mindset. But at the same time, I also come from a very separated mindset and position so yeah. i don't even want to come off like that because i'm not a hundred percent part of the trump community as i was before okay. so you being a leader and a pillar in it i, I do want to get your your understanding from it. so i mean i we could just say like it's a cult people are talking about crump is a cult but if you think back on how things were in the past it was very it had that perception of being a cult esk mm. times you know mind you crump was derived from children leading children who didn't have guidance for real for real we had leaders who were trying to be like the children so of course it's gonna get a little cult like <laughs> exactly so we're trying to at that time we're trying to figure out what how do we stay together how do we keep it secured with who we have and be effective so mm. yeah hey don't talk to such and such and that time it made sense but as that's, that when that split happened, it's like, yo, you had to make a choice. Like, oh, yo, wait, man, you telling me I can't talk to my brother? Because you remember, Spartan went to SK. Yep. I went Impact. Yeah. So y'all, they telling me we can't talk. Yeah, I'll chop goddamn mine. That that was the craziest it, split up, man. Bro. Like, I still remember. I still remember. <laughs> I still I mean to cut you off, but I remember it was this was back on the forum days, right? Mm -hmm. I remember I made this picture of SK and Impact, and it was their their logos, and I put them together, and I was just like, I wish we could come together yeah. and, and and make a and and people ah. might even like listen, like remember this post. And I was like, I wish people could come together and they could do an event. They was like, we tried it, it was called the whatever it was called, like the revolution. I think yeah. it was like it did like literally you talk about solo crush I, like people was really under this thread going back i was like yo what did i do mm -hmm. like i didn't i because i had no idea yeah like and and i think even now i i'm just gonna speak from a, a humble place they made a decision we know who they are they made a decision what was best for them, whether it was the right, wrong, or a different decision. What they decided had nothing to do with Crump. Mm. When I hear people say, oh, Crump is a cult. No, it's not. Crump is the dance. And I, I, I it, it frustrates me to hear people say other because they want to find reasons to find fault. Yeah. Crump is a style of dance. Straight up. Whether they like it or not. That's just the way it is. Crump mm. is a style of dance. We just made it more than what it is. We brought in that Christ era or we were being hypocrites, forcing people to believe what they want, what we wanted them to believe and not who they were. So that we was had a probably bunch of fake folks trying to like bro. That was the most stressful era of Crump for me. me like too. looking back at it. And that's what I'm saying. Like I could imagine you being an actual like real believer. Sure. <laughs> Like that was so stressful. Like I mean, 
you couldn't do anything without and they, or they get dropped or they treat you different, bro. It that's what made it cult like because of those factions. Okay, yep. so now fast forward into 2022. Okay, they made a decision. What does that how does that affect the rest of the community? It doesn't really. What has the like let's just be truthful? What has these gentlemen really, really done in the community to make it big besides dance? Exactly. So sure. I mean use, we use other people, we use the community to build platforms. Like let's say for instance, Beast Camp. Like a whole platform. We have all these other platforms, the realm, all these other platforms that derive from a group of people, not one single person. That's exactly. why it trips me out. And I am and I might be speaking out of tone, out of tune, but you know, when they talk about the creators of Crump, yes, I give homage to them, but Crump is still creating. It's still being created. It's still being created because if we can't even get our people to talk about who won or who lost effectively, then we're we're not there yet. If it's still a debate on who's tight and who's not, what's effective, what's not, what's Crump and what's not, we're still what's foundation all this shit, yeah. And that's okay though. And that's okay though because okay. as far as far as Crump, it is very young compared to so many different other things. But the issue is that I really do feel that with the times and with technology and social media and how things are getting around and honestly, just the relevancy and the effectiveness that Crump has, I think that it could be so much further if, if, right? Well, all those, all those ifs, I think it just could be so much further because I just, there's not too many dances that I've honestly seen or that I've, you know, you know, being a dancer or, or not another that I've seen that people outside of dance can look at it and be like, it affects them. It makes them want to ask questions. It makes them want to understand. It makes them want to do it. Even though people be messing around when people get mad, they always, you yep. know, they always want to do that stupid shit when they don't realize that, okay, it has a derivative that has the real shit. Like everybody wants to act stupid until they realize it all comes down to that. I feel like Crump is, and this might even be me being a little over, over embellishing this shit, but you know how, you know, a lot of people have an issue with hip hop culture and yes. hip hop music, but then they'll put hip hop beats on their Sprint commercials and the Verizon. Yep. Is I feel like Crump is literally that. Crump yep. is that when it comes like people will want to talk all this mess about it, but you want to use it so bad and you do use it. Like they do use it in their routine. They use it in their, in their, while they're dancing. They call it freestyling. No, sir, you just did Crump. Like that's the that's just that's just so wild to me, man. And and I think that bringing this to the world stage, you know, saying like like you're doing, like a lot of other people have done. You know, it's not saying this is the first time, but where you're doing it, how you're doing it, it could be monumental, bro. So the goal is it it is the first time. I I'm 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 pushing a reset because this is the first time where a local platform, which is bear witness. It's highlighted. This, this is, is true. This is the, first time. This is the okay. first time where you have a, a, a crump DJ. DJ. This is the first time you have a crumper as a host. So, yes, this is the first time. Man. That's. that's and I'm. Yeah, that's, that's why. I'm trying to say that as humbly as possible. But th these are the facts. You got to pop your shit sometimes, sir. Like, you know like. I mean? I mean, and let me let me go ahead and put that dick back up for a second, man. Because man, <laughs> you know, like, listen, this is crazy. This is this is really really crazy. Like, if y'all don't see this March fifth, y'all know those are listening. I'm sorry. You go ahead. You go ahead. Talk your shit, bro. Y'all need to be there. We've had some of the most blessed people, the most serious sessioners that are going to be there participating. Mind you, so we're going to do multiple things at this venue in the name of bear witness we're going to have session slayers so that means you get off you get in there you jump in the session all styles you jump in the session if you kill it and you consistently kill it and it's, it's rules to it hype is important energy get in and out highlight capitalize and you'll get rewards I, i'm bringing merch we're on a dance we're going to be giving away merch we're yeah. going to make sure that we highlight these people who are actually killing the set killing the ciphers 
And then for the battles, we actually were blessed to be on the main stage battling, my G. So we Man. have Destiny, Lady C4, Lady S. Dot versus Girl Rock Solid. Eesh. We got Judge X versus DNA. That's going to be wild. Gambino versus Decisions, a.k.a. Junior Rock Solid. So, mind you, y'all know, I'm sure y'all seen these people in this last this last event. Oh, my God, y'all miss rookies versus vets. Y'all will see why they're there. Man, I I heard I heard a lot of talk about rookies versus vets, man, and 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 big be a big shout out to them, big shout out to uh, big shout out to reborn, big shout yeah. out to uh, to the outsiders. Uh, I'm like a official unofficial member and shit for sure. Uh, but um, but yeah, big shout out to them. They were one of the first. Uh, they were the first venue actually to give uh, to give my line an opportunity. Um, you know we you know yeah. we were at this together, yeah. yeah. So uh, okay, shout out to them. I heard some crazy shit about rookies versus vets, man. It's like I like all I kept seeing was Houston. Like I was like, man, is it in that joint, bro? <laughs> ah, that's wild, man. That's that's like I said, that's that just goes to a test, man. It just shows what y'all are doing down there, man. Man, lady judge, she made it to the finals. Like, bro, that's a humble assassin right there, bro. Yeah, every every time I see her, she just also chills. I don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen her dance in person. I don't think I, I had the opportunity to see her dance, but I see footage, and then I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, she made it to the yeah. finals, and her and Atrocity, which shout out to the homie Atrocity, they made it to the finals. Atrocity did take it, and she did a phenomenal job. She did a phenomenal job, but that's big for us because, mind you, coming from a popular community. They don't get a lot of opportunities like that. Mm -hmm. So for her to be highlighted and to make it all the way to the finals and battle some very talented and gifted young people and made it, bro, that's big. And that's that just sharpening her up to come right back in for uh, for King of the Ring. Bruh, man, who you, what you talking about? So, and then, um, you know, with decisions he highlighted, I know a lot of people were hating on his, uh, his, his clip that he put up, but it don't, that don't even matter because He's doing. He's working really, really hard to be good. And you, you know, know humble. I saw he's that, and I and I and I and I checked that too because I, you know, I, I saw it, and I was just like, "Listen, bro, you the bro, but this was wrong." Yeah, I was bro. like, "This looks like some hate and shit." <laughs> but it's, even if, if whatever his perspective was, this was fuel for for him. Like I believe, like you can't be successful if everybody likes you, because you got to have some yeah. kind of fuel to fuel you to be better. So now, yeah, he back in the lab. He's in there right now, in the studio right now, in class. That's what's up. So, and these are the people that, this is the things that people are not seeing. The homie only been crumped for a little over a year. And he's See, competing on stage with all of these other people who've been in this for decades. Y'all stop playing. Like, I'm telling you, like, these people are, are really in tuned on what we're trying to do. I'm not trying to make them better than anybody. I just want them to be a better version of themselves. That's it. Uh, they're not, we're in Houston is not in competition with nobody. Mm. Rock Solid has a studio that he works at. Shout out to the Rush studio on the other side of town. He's in there on a weekly basis doing his thing. He's, he focuses on the basics. He's encouraging these young people. He's doing his thing. And he's out there, and bro, he got his ear to the ground like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Him and Two Buck, our partners, they got the armory where they're tag teaming, wiping through folks, open styles, crump. Oh, uh, bro, come on. Yeah. You got to give yep. homage, bro. And we still got OGs and vets here like Jizer, bro. He pops out, Jizer, he'll yep. go and go back doing what he's doing. Jizer will always be a pillar here in the South. Exactly. I, I was, uh, bro, I, I'm shouting these niggas out because they earned it. I, it takes it don't take a lot to impress me, but it, it does take a lot for me to recognize you. I can go on life and not recognize you. Don't bother me. But these guys have really, really showed why they are who they are. You As know? it should be. As it should be. They you all know? they all stood up to the occasion, man. So it's For like sure. as we're building community, we're getting outside help. We are, because I kid you not, like dead end. He has his uh his training course that he got going on, bro, which is so dope. And if y'all watching and y'all cut this clip, go purchase Dead End's training. It's dope. 
is different and you need it. Every any avenue you can to get better, utilize it. The homie's yeah. talking about combos and character, which a lot of people aren't hitting on effectively. And mind you, it's in the studio status, so anybody, any genre, no matter what background you have, will be able to get catch on and utilize. So don't That's forget, dope. do it. So and That's solo. Dope. Solo's doing a free training on Sunday. Free. Free. Huge platform, huge, huge opportunity, huge leader. Like could be selling this, could be selling it to y'all over busting y'all over the head and it's giving he's, it to y'all for free. But he's doing this because he believes in the community, bro. Solo is like I kid you not, we are like-minded. Yeah, we are the way we run things is a little different, but that's why we partners, bro. Mm -hmm. He gives me an opportunity to be successful without hanging these failures over my head. Hey, do it differently, do it this way. Hey, he and same thing, like that's my brother. Like that nigga been my friend for like almost 20 years. Like, yeah, right. Come on. I you know, and it has nothing to do with the dance, and that's what people don't understand. I don't care about the dance that much. I care about the community. The dance is just a catalyst to get people to come. My job is to mentor you to be better, to get you jobs. Bro, you know how many people I got jobs out here? Careers? Man, and literally the same thing that I'm seeing, I, I saw Al doing and see Al doing in Dallas. Exactly. Literally the exact same thing. And I feel like anywhere that you go, any 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 group that you look at, any place that you look at, you can easily look and tell who the certified leaders are. Yeah. Not based off of who's the loudest in the room, who's talking to us, who's popping off this, or even the people who are throwing the events. Throwing an event doesn't make you a leader. True. You know Same. what I'm saying? Um, I Same. think I think uh, I think uh, uh, Siler hit on that real heavy. King Siler hit on that real heavy in one of his uh, his anecdotal videos. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, like Siler TV, go subscribe. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely subscribe to him, man. <laughs> but but bring so bringing it full circle and and also just kind of wrapping it all up because you you really hit on community and and that's extremely that's really yes. what it all comes down to. If you had an opportunity to get a message out to everybody in the world, whether this be like, um, it just pops up on their phone, like these like these CNN updates that we be getting and shit that we don't ask for. If you get, get a message across everybody, what would it say? And actually, yeah, what would it say? It'll be two part. Community breeds consistency. You can't have a community without consistency. If you don't give them something to do, People won't participate. On the other end, I on the re, on the spiritual standpoint, on a you know, my belief, mm -hmm. I, I always ask God to to give me the strength to climb the mountains, not move them. If you give me the strength to climb it, I will do the rest. I don't want you to move it because that's too easy. We know that God is able to move things out of our way. Don't move it. Just give me the power. Give me the strength. Give me the wisdom to work past it. So. I give people that don't ask for the easy way out. Fight for it. You, trust me, you can't do it alone. Partner with someone, like-minded people to breed your community. It's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some times where it's only you and a couple other people. But give it time. It doesn't grow overnight. Don't give up on your people. As a leader, the biggest mistake we make is giving up on our people because we get selfish. Mm. It's not about us anymore. If you claim you're a leader, you gave that mantle of being selfish to someone else because you have to make that mm. sacrifice. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. That's why I don't see a lot of people as leaders. So if I was to give any advice to any upcoming leader, any community, is be consistent. Know who you are. Find a lane and stick with it. Hey, that's simple said, man. That was a huge reality check for any of you motherfuckers out there thinking that y'all are leaders. Listen to that. Apply those to yourself. Damn, they make it like a checklist. And you can go down there, and if you cannot apply all of those to yourself, not to say that you're not a leader, but you might not be one yet, and that's okay. Go through the process, figure it out, and know your lane. That's the biggest thing, knowing your lane. But all in all, man, hey, I want to say thank you again, man, for coming on to the show, bro. Like, oh, we made this happen real fast, man. You was just like, yo, I need you all the shots. Like, yo, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know what I'm saying? You, 
like I said, I I did not know, and you know, so like I said, this is just goes to show, like I be in my own world, some old world, my own world sometimes. So yeah, I definitely want to say, you know, off camera, on camera, congratulations, man! Like that I is a big it, fucking deal. You know, you the homie, you're always gonna be, bro. I know we we jab at each other, always going to all day, be, man. But I I will honestly and publicly say, I'm super 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 proud of what you're doing, man. And I'm humble that you'll even consider. You know what For I'm saying? For sure, man. For sure, man. It is literally like I don't I don't see myself, you know, I'm still the same motherfucker. We all we peers, we're all eating. And it's gonna continue, man. So yeah. thank you for everybody who listened to everybody who came through and tapped in. I definitely appreciate it. Make sure that y'all follow Judge. Oh, yeah, plug yourself in, plug in your social media and how they can follow you. Judge 300 on everything. Judge email, 300. <laughs> Judge 300 on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Judge 300. Easy. Make sure y'all go follow him, man. It's Judge 300. He is going to be the host of World of Dance Houston down there March 5th. Make sure you go check out that flag. Let me go put it up one more time. Uh, he is going to be the host, once again, of World of Dance Houston, along with Al, Wat Al Watson, um, a.k.a. Our Metro DJ Metro, he is going to be the DJ down there, man. First Crump host, first Crump DJ. This is huge for the culture, huge for the culture, man. So, like I said, once again, thank you for coming on to the show, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And make sure, if y'all haven't already, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to right. Country Fan Mail YouTube. Make sure you do that. All, All right, right we out of Burn, bush on side, now ain't nothing higher than I Then roll up like they could cush it, they been smoking since five Pull out like two nines and I aim it dead at their eyes And tell them lyrically, motherfucker, you have met your demise Jedi, the black chapter like the bone and they die Been hip to the game, niggas lame, I am July Working my fire, known the fucking light of the sky UFO with the flow, I'm like that alien guy E.T., high power